0: Hello and welcome back. Well, welcome to the very first. This is a welcome back. Welcome to the first episode of the Game Pass Games Club. We're all Whoa. here. We're all excited. Hi. And by all of us, I mean all of us minus one.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wyatt it unfortunately couldn't expanses. make it.
0: Uh, but we do have, we're still going to be talking about all four games. So we're, we're going to, for anyone who hasn't heard of us talk about this on the podcast, what we're doing is we're going to look at four games that are on Game Pass each of us picked one, uh, either a game we've played or a game we haven't played, that we want to try out for a few hours or an hour to two hours and the, give it the demo treatment. So we get a, a nice understanding of the first impression that the game gives and then talk about it as a group in book club style. So we got four games to talk about: We got Non-Guns, we got Octopath Traveler, we got Carry On, and we got Genesis Noir. All of these are still available on Game Pass. Luckily, none of them went off of it in the time. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Ooh, I think, uh, that, we that did the English. show.
0: We're going to talk about these games. So, we've talked about this beforehand. Wyatt picked Non-Guns. And Non-Guns is a game that I think we've all had an interesting experience with, and
2: we're going to get wish, it out of the way. <laughs> I wish he was here to defend himself.
1: Oh, he I, wouldn't. I can... <laughs> I can repeat what he said to defend himself because it's actually legitimate, but at the same time, even more infuriating knowing that yeah. <laughs> I, like, oh, wait, non-guns that's... was the first one that I played because much, much like he did, I looked at the, the, just like the thumbnail image and the little banners. I was like, Oh, this game looks like sick. I love the visuals. This like cool, like grungy, grimy pixel art is totally up my alley. Um, and it's a platformer. What could possibly go wrong? Uh, and I did. I did the the one to two hours thing, uh, and I was just like furious. Like, why am I <laughs> missing something? Why? Please tell me what I am doing wrong with this game. And he was like, "Oh, well, I haven't even played it yet. I just picked it because <laughs> I thought it looked cool," and I was just like, <laughs> 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 "That is what most of ball. us did." Gonna <laughs> strangle <laughs> to be fair. Uh So.
0: For those who haven't played Non-Guns, Non-Guns is a side-scrolling, platformer, roguelike, shooty thing. thing. Yes. Uh, kind of. Kind of. It's also got weird meta progression of, like... So, I think the best way to, to talk about the experience of playing Non-Guns is to mention how you quit the game. So, did you two figure out how to quit the game using the game, or did you Alt-F4?
1: <laughs> no, I,
2: I just Alt-F4. I figured it out, but I, I, I figured out what to do. I don't know why or how.
0: See, that's exactly what happened to me. So, the first time I played the game, I thought it froze. Because what would happen is, what's supposed to happen when you hit the exit game button, is that you go to this little, like, pixel uh, bedroom with a TV computer monitor in front, where you're supposedly playing non-guns on that monitor, and then you go walk over to the bed and go to sleep, and that quits the game. Super
2: confusing because nothing explains this. There's 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 nothing explains it. There's no indicators. There's not even any text. No text. Yeah. What
0: Alex, do you wanna know what so happened the first time I hit the exit game button? What happened? Nothing. <laughs>
1: nothing. <laughs> Multiple times, so I thought the game just broke. <laughs> not I... <laughs> that that is the thing it's broke I, then
2: i feel like it's broken
1: now when uh, you you do reach a certain point when when starting this game within the the first one to two hour period where you just kind of you have that that horrible ominous realization that oh nothing is going to be explained and it's not going to be like the like the the kind of like classic like retro game nothing is explained that it's fun to figure it out it's just like there are like symbols in chicken scratch here that I'm trying my best to, to discern and use my knowledge of like yeah. hieroglyphs and romance <laughs> language and archeology span to try to translate this into English. Yeah. For, for,
2: some of the menu, <laughs> for, for some of the menu options, they use like pictograph language and they try to do like the, the, the these images of what it is, but they're so crammed together
1: and in so the resolution
2: small. of how the pixels are like how many pixels are allowed on the screen. They're so crammed together that they're indecipherable.
0: It's hard to yeah. tell where it's, one thing ends and the next one begins. It's like yes. trying
2: to read a QR code like it's a book.
0: Yeah, <laughs> It is really, really difficult to get a hold on what is going on in yeah. the game in a way that I, I think what happened, this is my theory, having done this in projects before, thankfully none that are released, uh, <laughs> is developing a game where you're like, oh, this is super clear, right? it's gonna we're test. trying to do this cool method of like okay you have these picture things to understand what you're doing it's gonna have this meta bit where you go wake up from playing the game and then go to sleep to quit the game and it's pretty intuitive right and then you show it to someone else who hasn't been in part of the development and they're like wait huh
2: yeah what's going on it like, feels <laughs> like it wasn't play tested at all no it does not yet. yeah
0: it's also i i don't know if you guys have played a lot of this type of game of the like side scrolling roguelike or shoot up type of game. This is, these games are usually my jam. I play a lot yeah. of these and
2: yeah, I like the bit when, when you die, you have that little tiny underworld area that you climb up out of.
0: This has a couple of cool things. It has a neat little like starting area. It's got really cool art. I mean, we haven't given a lot yes. of um, promotion to art? the actual visual style, but it's very really fun. cool art other than the UI. The UI is incomprehensible, but everything else is... It's because they kept the same art style for the world in the UI, which just makes it incomprehensible. Yeah. You can't read what's happening. Okay,
2: upgrading um, the weapons, that's, that's fun.
0: Yeah, you've got upgrading weapons, you've got the cool bits where if you do certain things, I don't know what, I don't know what I did that made this happen, but when I respawned, the levels had more color in them. Which was oh. cool, but <laughs> I don't know me. what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't beat a boss. I played. I went to the the exit, the game mode, and played a guitar in a corner, and then went back. and Maybe that did it, but I don't know. So (laughs) it's a lack of understanding of what's going on that just makes it very difficult to know what the game is trying to be at any given moment. Um, Yeah, and the gameplay is just not super fun. It's very.
2: Go ahead, bro. I was the really happy when thing. that 2 hour timer ticked. <laughs> yeah,
1: same. The whole 2 hour the whole experience is I, if I could sum it up with one word it would it would just be esoteric and yeah. to further describe that it would be needlessly so because I mean it's it's like you could have uh games or really anything that's like meant to be hard to to decipher and that's part of like the charm or whatever like you have like c- like certain like crazy stories or something that are told in like particularly like ways where they're just like implying things that are telling you like that, I mean, that inscription totally
0: is a game that just came out that does the same type yeah. of thing but it's far more understandable without it's- having any text
1: yeah, and I, I uh, the hyperlight drifter is the same thing. The te- yep. the only text you get is like at the beginning where it's like press Y to heal, and it's like, oh, okay, well that's it's a tutorial. You're allowed, you can break the mold for that, um, and it, it's, uh, it's just such a shame because it could be at least the gameplay could just be like typical, like like super like speedy sliding around the 2D platformer screen, just like killing a bunch of a bunch of pixelated monsters, but like. Like even even down to the way that you shoot up, isn't it like you have to like cre- like slide. It doesn't feel shoot good. Up? You have to slide to yeah. shoot up,
0: which is a neat it's idea. But there are so many enemies that are above you all the time. Like there's flying yeah. enemies and whatnot that you just can't hit reliably while sliding, or you have to slide like three or four times underneath them to get it. And you also need to time your shot at the right time. It's just very frustrating to deal with even basic enemies, uh, and especially the platforming. Right? Yes. <laughs> did you have this issue of like it felt like every jump was like a centimeter too far mm-hmm. all the too time bar
2: yeah I it's like far I could not usually
0: no, yeah, that's what I mean. like the oh, ledges yeah. were like a centimeter too far away from everything to where it felt like yeah. you had to perfectly nail the start of the yes. jump to actually land on the platform even in just basic rooms
1: and you you combine that with I don't know if you guys had this experience, but it, it's this is another one of those things where I don't know if it's broken or supposed to be this way um but there, there's like some kind of like like worm slug looking enemies that like crawl yeah, yeah. across the ground and leave like a slime trail and they would just keep crawling past the end of the platform into just like like air and it would they would leave their like pixel slime trail on that didn't happen to me i, don't air. <laughs> I, I noticed that happening and i was like am i is this like an invisible platform and no, I could still go through it. It's just now there are things that are just broken above me that I need to <laughs> just like slide back and forth in this stupid like one block space to kill. It was just
2: like <laughs> how long did it take you guys to figure out how to get into the next room of an area? Of
0: oh, longer than it should have is the answer.
2: <laughs> yes, I should it have known look like immediately. A
0: door. So the door blends into the background because it's a light gray that's like the same or a dark gray that's the same color as most of the background detail and there are certain bits where it looks like the door gets placed over background detail so that you just can't make it out the only reason I was able to tell there was a door there is because I looked at the map and was like oh this says there's a door here or a room that connects to this area and I was like where is the door and then finally found it and was like oh this is a door?
1: You uh did you guys realize that you can, if you can jump out of the window to leave mid-run? No.
0: I did that accidentally. That's, that's and cool. I didn't know what happened.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I wish there's it was nothing more, telling you you can. <laughs> I wish it was more intuitive. Or even you know, like jumping out of a window it's, that feels like a fun secret to find, but
0: not if it just ends still, your run randomly and you didn't know it was going to happen. <laughs>
1: Yeah, not when it's like super useful to Like, oh, like I, I'm I'm in the middle of this this rogue like run. Sometimes these can go for like four hours if you're playing Returnal. If I just have like a quick end button, fine. I I save myself the 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 shame of of dying and and losing progress, even though I'm losing progress by going back to the beginning. But now now I can do it myself. I can yeah, dive yeah. out the window and go back. Twice. To the
2: beginning. That's fine. I'm going out on my own terms. Yeah, yeah. I they don't I tell you. <laughs> There's a lot
0: of this game feels like a neat idea, but you didn't explain any of it. Um, Yes, the game. Like, I think there will be people that like non guns, especially people that are really into hardcore roguelikes. This is probably up your alley or people who are into those kind of games that don't reveal information and you have to kind of bash your head against it to figure out how to play the
2: game. It could be good to passable if you find a tutorial online. That too, honestly, Yeah, yeah,
1: if you want to, if you probably get, like, a separate
2: tutorial or
1: document that just helps you get over that... I, I, I want to say hump, but it's it's a mountain. But I feel ride.
0: like that that is missing the point of what the game... The developer yeah, wants absolutely. the game to be, which is something I, I unfortunately don't want to play. <laughs> no, yeah. Which either. I I get why I think this was made and who it's targeted at. I just don't think it's... I think it went too it far. None of us. In the pursuit of esoteric information because like I tend to like these games um, and Inscription is a game that does this far better uh, it has the same type of hidden information and whatnot but it explains at least the basic game mechanics of what's going on and you just kind of have to figure out oh well I, they've given me the ability to interact with the environment and like mess around with little lockbox puzzles so maybe I can try that on something that isn't a puzzle and like try it on a door or something then you start to learn, like, oh, there's more things you can do here. Whereas with this, there's nothing encouraging you to experiment aside from the risk of maybe you can't exit the game unless you do. (laughs) Yeah. So, hey, Brett, I know you had another problem with this game. How does currency work?
1: (laughs) Oh, my God, I forgot. Okay. So, this is another one of those things where I'm sure... Like the rest of this game, if it was developed on further and had, was a little more thought out, this could probably be like a cool, interesting thing. The way that currency works in non-guns is that every time, every time you shoot, your currency number goes up. Which is okay. That that's a little weird. What what is the the, the scientific logistics? that And the, that the I don't cool care? part
0: is when you shoot during a, like enemies and you get a combo going, it goes up dramatically and like yes. you multiply oh. it, which is
1: actually very fun. It's pretty satisfying because you get you get the the classic ape brain number get bigger very yeah. fast. It's it's very good. I do like However, go up. <laughs> when you go through like two rooms, having killed all the enemies and somehow not dying. Um, and you get to the shop or whatever, uh, which, you know, these are randomly generated maps. Um, but I, I guess maybe sometimes the shop can just appear too early where it just has items that are extremely far out of your monetary reach. If you didn't get like a, like a four times combo with every enemy in the first two rooms, I guess. So, oh no, I guess I can't afford anything. Or you could just sit there for five minutes and shoot at the opposite wall for that entire time until you get the extremely large amount of currency you need to purchase the items so, so you just have, they don't
2: limit it in any way the you items have also money. aren't explained there's no so explanation yeah, they're, they're not either <laughs> funny thing about that, that's how I upgraded the weapons yes, into
1: because the... there's no reason not to, but at the same time it's so boring to do that and it's oh, still better goodness, than the though. alternative which is trying to play the game <laughs> Now, it's so unfortunate and
0: I also I have one of two problems either the same issue where you get to that room and you just th- they show things that are like you'll have a thing that's like 500 and I'm like oh that's easy to afford and you'll have a thing that's like 1000 10,000 I'll be like what? yeah what's what's going on? I did manage to get like two runs where I did do the flawless completion thing of like killing every enemy in the first two rooms with a combo timer going okay. oh. I was rich enough to buy every item in the shop and I'm like this is also a problem that's yeah <laughs> this is also know. not good um, what did the items do Ryan? I don't know <laughs> they gave me little cards that had like icons on them of something I couldn't tell what they were because they're in this weird crackly art style except now they suddenly have way less pixels to work on because it's a far smaller canvas on this little card that's in one part of the UI and I can't tell what anything says
1: And <laughs> here, here's another thing that you that I, I, I did figure out that is cool in concept but just falls flat on its face is that you can you can eat the cards to lose the buffs but you regen what? health what per, <laughs> per card yes <laughs> you can you can eat your buffs to regen health because there's no way there's like there's i mean unless there is and i just missed it there's no like potion or like health regen or anything or like a little fountain that you can go to to restore your health. Yeah. That, that, that is the way that you restore your health, is that you get rid of your buffs by consuming them. That's really cool. It's <laughs> the stupidest <laughs> way I could possibly think of doing it. Which is, I could, I could see this working in, in, a, in a better, more thought-out roguelike, where it's like, okay, this, this buff is like super important to my build, but if I, mean, I this don't is, want my it's run... It's in
0: most roguelikes in the form of you can sell items for money, and then you use it's, that money yeah, to because... get other things, but this is... It, it, it's it's like a direct.
1: No potions. It's yeah. There's no health potions. This is a direct health like restore, and none of those buffs really felt like they did anything in the first place because well, so it doesn't I don't tell you like what I'm they do. And anything. I feel like most of them are oh. maybe
0: small passive upgrades.
1: It's yeah. Like if I I can understand if you have like like a red sword symbol and I start shooting at people and it's clearly doing like twice the amount of damage, then I go okay, that's that's a damage up buff. Great. But I, I, I get the sword or whatever symbol come up on the card, and I start shooting at things, and nothing changes. And I don't yeah. know... Like, it, it can work. It if can you're going to do that, you
0: like... need numbers on screen so I can see what is changing. Yes.
2: Yeah, the, the only number going up is your currency. For sure, you're not even getting numbers coming out of the enemies.
0: Yeah, it's... I do, again, think there will be people who like this. But for most people, I think non-guns is a very taxing experience yes yeah. it's it's like a hundred gig megabytes <laughs> not gigabytes megabytes so like if you want to try it nothing is stopping you it's very quick to install and you know it might be fun for like five to minutes uninstall. but yeah I, I don't think any of us had a good time while playing this and like no. even if this game nope. gets better later this is the kind of thing where i could go play an infinite number of roguelikes that feel good at the start Right, is, this is this is not a genre that wants for competition. So
2: the other thing that bothers me about this, t- um, is that it's non guns two.
0: This is, is yeah. So what this was is like a non guns. It, it's like non guns extra edition or something. Let me find what Game Pass actually what? bills it as. Oh, I don't it's think like it's a two definitive edition. Doppelganger edition. So I think this is a, a remastered edition of a game that already came out. I don't think it's like a, a sequel but it is a second game. they had the like, chance
2: to improve, and they didn't. There was demand for a second release?
0: Well, I just want to... I feel like this game can't have cost much to make, because it is, I no, think, done yeah. by, like, one or two people. Um, yeah. And I don't want to belittle their work, because I think this game is, like, technically pretty good. Uh, the art style it's, is yeah. great. It's just the UI is unreadable in there's nearly several, every way.
2: There's several incredibly hidden good things in yes. there but it's sifting through a pile of
1: they're there in the first place and i think there're things also that like not like your your average joe could just like come up with in like a second like the the art style yeah. is good and there are ideas that could work in in other games uh if 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 they're done better it's just that they're not done very good and that's that's the biggest of all the bullet points that I have here the biggest one is that and and you said something like this as well Ryan is that so many other games have successfully done the thing the things that this game royally messes up to the point where I would rather recommend many 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 other games before recommending yeah. this one because th- whether it's like roguelike or not or like trying to trying to not use words or not like there's so many other games that do those things so much better. This kind of falls in that space
0: of just, like, not necessarily being bad. Like I don't want to call the game bad because I do think there are people that will like this. It's just not us. But at the same time, I think even the people that will like this have better options in other games. Exactly, yeah. Um, And because roguelikes are a genre that tend to be very replayable and... Are a dime a dozen right now. Like there's, they're a lot cheaper to produce than a lot of other genres. So there's a lot of them. Go play Binding of Isaac. Go play, <laughs> 80s, like anything else. If you're into this genre, there's a lot of options. Um, so, you know, I I think even Neon Abyss is a good example of a rogue like yeah. that it's like a side scroller that works very well. So, I think Non Guns just doesn't get the thumbs up from us. No. No. All right. Moving on. Why don't we we pull out a game that's very different? Uh, Why don't we talk about Genesis Noir next? Because I think that is about as far in the opposite direction as we can go. (laughs) (laughs) So Genesis Noir was the game I picked. It's a... um, I think the best way to describe it is is a point-and-click. But... Yeah,
1: it
2: has... Yeah,
0: yeah, mixed with some elements of adventure games. It's got a very, very unique art style. Um, It's
2: one of those games that... Uses very little to no text. Yeah, very little to no text. A yeah. lot of
0: minigames There's a couple of mini games in this game, um, and it, I think this does is a good example of how to do that kind of explaining without needing a ton of text. Way better than what Non Guns does, mm-hmm. because Genesis Noir is a point and click. There's a limited amount of interactions you can do at any one moment. Right? You can't throw yourself off a cliff randomly. So
2: you have controlled a... chaos here. It it has a crisp, clean edge art style working for it too. There's nothing yeah. that's being obscured by it's yeah uh, a strange amount of pixels.
1: For for anyone that hasn't seen it, it's very like it's not it's it's not like Art Deco where it's like angular. and it's stuff, like, but it's necessary. inspired by
2: like, blues
0: and jazz.
1: It's yeah, um, it has that that twenties ish kind yeah. of like painting style that you can that you can see in a lot of jazz imagery. Uh, but it's a game, and it plays like in in a world that looks like that, and it's super cool because yep. literally nothing else looks like it. Um, oh, and, and, and the it, oh, what are you gonna
2: say? The the um the 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 music reacting to uh, yes. what's going on around you. That is it. I've, it's an excellent soundtrack. A word. Oh, some, one of the words I think relating to it is diegetic. I'm not entirely sure if that's the correct term.
0: Diagetic's for UI, which it, this does have. is Most of the UI is built into the world around you yeah. rather than being something that you actually need to look at. Adaptive or reactive soundtrack? Yeah, re- it's got an active, like, reactive soundtrack. Lots of times where the music will swell in accompaniment of a, a cool scene that you're about to make happen. There's a bit where you're, like, manipulating time... I don't know oh. if you guys got far enough for that, but it, yeah. you manipulate yep. time with a tree, and you can get the music kind of speeding up and slowing down as you twirl it around, which is very fun. Yeah, I think this is a good from my understanding, I don't think any of us finished the game unless Brett did. No, no. Um, I, I want to, though. I definitely will be. It's only a few hours long yes. from what I hear, so I, I would fashion a bet that most of us made it about a quarter to halfway through. Mm-hmm. Um, And I think that it works in the game's favor, in that this being on game pass not having a you don't have a financial stake really to get to play this game uh so i don't care about the length uh which is nice i can go in just kind of expecting whatever from the game and this kind of tightly controlled thing that genesis noir is presenting is not common you don't get these kind of games very often uh, it's it's been a good time i think
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah, you you don't you don't get something like this very often, especially not something so like well made like this. And yeah. I I think I did play either closer to the two hours point or maybe over the the little amount that we agreed upon. I think I played about
0: two and a, two and a half hours of it.
1: It's because I you just get sucked in so so easily, and I just wanted to know what happened next. This is a very um,
0: easy game to just sit down and play for a
1: weekend. For sure. Yeah. Um, but like it it is i i i agree i do have this somewhere it's like yes this is this is the perfect game pass game because it's just it's super unique there's not really much else that plays like it and it's like just short and sweet and it's just more things like that i mean obviously there aren't many but like kind of the, the, the same like the same line of game uh, is kind of what Game Pass to me exists for. Where it's yeah. just like, look at this super weird thing that's like really just like tightly made, and you can play like a hundred of them, and just to to yep. to your heart's content. Um, this definitely feels I, I like a know, game that this. I think
0: fits along the lines of a journey or Abzu or Flower, where yeah, it's yeah. a a short experience that's that has fair. relatively relatively few game mechanics that are actually happening, and it has maybe some replayability i don't know yet because we haven't finished in genesis noir but i feel like mm-hmm. this would be a game that you'd want to play like once every five years you know come back to yeah, it in five yeah. years and, and play it again when you're at a different point in your life and be like oh man this is cool uh, i think a lot I, of people would jive with this game
2: i don't think we want to i none of this have finished it finished it yeah or? we haven't finished it no. but um i don't, I don't know how. Deep into trying to explain the story, we want to go. I'll probably,
0: I mean, the gist of it is it's a murder thing. It's a classic like noir, stop the murder, yeah. sort of deal, but with very uh, different characters because the kind of idea of Genesis Noir is it's the genesis of the universe in a noir storytelling yes. format. So yeah. you're you're dealing with like um, oh well, what is the the woman's name Miss oh. Miss yeah Miss Mass. <laughs> So you're dealing with like these characters named after like gravity <laughs> yeah, and yeah. cosmic concepts. Um, the world is constantly like melding and shifting out of place. Nothing here is like staying in one shape for very long. No, so it has a very unique style in that that I think is really the selling point of the game. Um, yeah, there's not, I don't think there's much else to say because there isn't a ton Ooh, yeah. going on with it. But that kind of works in its favor.
1: I the only uh, because I do have my thing split up uh, with pros and cons. I actually I I had I had a lot of trouble coming up with with cons for this one. And I'm just kind of like picking at like what what people could possibly have a problem with. And and I, I could very much see people like not you know not appreciating the fact that like oh there's like the, the story isn't told and like here's what happens next it's like a like a a poem about space and jazz and love it, comes up on the screen yeah. and yeah, it's it, like ah
2: oh, i get it it. <laughs> it really does feel like a poem
1: of a game it's yeah because all all of that blends so well with the with the jazzy nature to it like
0: I guess what I would say much, is you probably need to be in a certain mood mood to yes. play to finish this game, yeah. which is probably why none of yeah. us have finished it yet, is yes, you need to be in a mood to play this. Um,
2: I, I think th- this could be a, a general thing that I thought wrong, but I could also possibly not be like entirely in the correct mood. Like I want to experience jazz and poems. I, the the only problem 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 that I can recollect having with the game is that in the areas where you are moving around as a character the movement feels a little too slow like you're trying to walk through molasses
0: yeah i i'd agree with that there is some slow i think especially at the start of the very first section that's the one bit of the game where you have like a field and a couple of rays of light and in that one bit it is a little confusing as to what you're ha- having to do, and you walk very slowly. So if you click on the wrong thing, it takes like 30 seconds to get back into the right place, which isn't a big issue because it is very quick to resolve. But it is a, the kind of thing that I think uh, some people would find that frustrating. Um, and again, this is, if you don't like point and clicks, I don't necessarily see this changing your mind.
1: Yeah if that that's that that, that was kind of where i was going that if, if you don't like point and clicks and if you don't like artsy fartsy kind of like i i, I don't want to say like big brain because that makes other games <laughs> sound like they should be stupid or whatever but like you, you know what i mean where it's like it's it's poetry and it's jazz and it's this like weird wacky art style and if you're not if you're not someone to appreciate that then you might have a hard time appreciating this game. Not, yeah. like, not like there's anything wrong with that. It's just like it is so set in a specific Or if you're looking style. for
0: something darker, because this isn't particularly yeah, dark in, in the way that it's handling the artsiness. It's very. As far as noir goes. Even though it is a story about a murder, uh, it's very lighthearted in a way. Um, yeah. Because it, it, it doesn't use words very much. Like if you're seeing words, it's part of a poem or something. It's not mm-hmm. characters or having dialogue generally. Yeah. So you're not really getting that, like last of us type of sense of like oh i'm in overwhelming negative energy right now so yeah. if that's your type of game you might be i th- I could see a lot of people playing this and being like oh i wish they would do this with the story and then being a little disappointed if it doesn't because i don't think it will i think this game is pretty easy to see what the conclusion is going to be when you start yeah um yeah. I, I, feel, I don't feel like this plot twists here but
1: which isn't a bad thing in this game's case yeah it's, it's, like it's it. the
0: kind of thing where i wouldn't be disappointed about that yeah I would probably feel a little bit worse if there were a bunch of plot twists.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It would, it would feel like it wouldn't fit very well with what they're doing.
2: Yeah. The more plot twists I feel like happen in, in media, I feel the longer it's going to go on. Really? Yeah. That one plot one. twist at an end. That makes sense for a good ending. If there's two to three plot twists, I feel like, Oh God, I'm only like halfway through.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. So with that, we've had to talk about some carry on.
2: Are are we gonna carry on to the next game?
0: We're gonna carry on, Alex. Why don't you you introduce carry
2: on to us? Okay, um the the way that I first very energetically described it to to the group uh, was okay. So you play as this adorable little peptobismal worm boy. <laughs> um, ah, uh, that's it, it's one of the cuter ways to describe it. Uh, carrion is a uh, a sort of 2D side-scrolling uh, isometric horror game where you play as the the, the villain, which is this sort of John, uh, John Carpenter's The Thing-esque entity um, yeah. uh, going through. It's not a space station. It's some type of... It's like a bunker. A re- bunker, research station, multiple yeah. areas. Uh, it, it has some pretty fun Metroidvania elements to it too, along with you know, unlocking new abilities to get through here going through different areas and lock, uh, getting different locks off of doors, things like that. Um, and then also, uh, eating people to gain more biomass. Yeah. Uh, alongside upgrades where biomass affects your, the abilities that you can do as well. Like if you're too big, you can no longer, uh, squeeze. Yeah. It's also,
0: it also acts as your health. So it's a neat little yeah. kind of challenge to manage your mass, um, I think the tagline they they used when advertising the game was always reverse horror. So, makes sense. This was also the game that I don't know if people remember the uh, Devolver Digital showcase a couple of years back, but this was one of the games that was shown there, and they had the giant monster in, like, a classic horror movie uh, prop, not, like, a CGI thing, and it was very funny. Um, One of the better bits of that Devolver Digital, Devolver Direct thing. So... I think I'm probably going to be the most negative on this game. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. Really? Um, I
2: think I'm surprised. Oh, no.
0: I think my biggest problem after kind of narrowing down the issues, because I don't think Carry bad. I want to preface this no, with either. that. I think Carry On is, is a well made game and very enjoyable for an hour. Um, but I think the game starts you off with too much power is my, my kind of main complaint at the start because you almost immediately aren't doing the thing where you're sneaking around and you're suddenly just mauling mass amounts yeah. of people, which is fun, but it means there's not much higher you can go. In that first bit, you get like a few projectiles, you get some other stuff to play with, but I, for example, I had a friend over and we were like, oh, we're, we're waiting for someone else. I was like, oh, why don't you try this game? It would be fun for like 30 minutes. He was getting bored. <laughs> by the end of like 30 minutes because of the fact that like nothing crazy was happening past what happened in the first starting bit Um, and i
1: think that's because i I was feeling the exact same way like towards the end i i didn't i didn't make it to to two hours with this one uh because i i also just got bored um i was very much like at the beginning i was Oh, yeah, this is, like, just going to be... it. It's a 2D platformer, like, Metroidvania, sure, but this is totally feels, like, alongside those, like, classic, like, rampaging monster games where you just, like, go yeah. through, like, just blow through sections of the map and just, like, kill a bunch of people. It's a total, like, power trip. This works for, like, a Devolver-type game. Like, hell yeah, I can't wait. And then, like, 20 minutes in, it's like, no, this is going to be a Metroidvania. You got to sneak around and unlock the areas and solve the puzzle. And it's like, no... I want to go around and I want to kill people and watch them explode. Yeah. <laughs> and now it's just everything. It feels like... Um, the like progression the, the is big...
0: is reverse here where yes. you start at the high point and then suddenly you have to doing, start doing puzzles and Metroidvania stuff. And it feels like the Metroidvania stuff is less fun than what you were doing before.
1: It's, hmm. Yeah, because I don't even... I, I would argue that in terms of Metroidvania things, it's not even very good Metroidvania things, if I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. It's just the... like. There there's no there's no real like platforming.
0: They just really do the thing where there's like Move. a door that you obviously can't go through. Yes. That you have to find a way to yeah. open. Which isn't necessarily a problem, but when in the first like hour and a half that I played of this I didn't see anything different, it was starting to get a little concerning. And then, I'm curious what Alex thinks about it before we go too yes, crazy into the go. negative, because I, I think you probably had a lot more fun with this than we did.
2: I did. I'm into those kind of power trip games with the just the the rampaging. But I do absolutely understand where you're coming from. Maybe I don't know, I might be mishearing you. Um, I I do feel like it it gets to be a bit um. Pay me, I'd say. Yeah, there's not too much variation after that little yeah. bit. It never. But even in even in their their sort of more more stealthy bits, there's you can still brute force your way through, them. there's nothing forcing you to be small and vulnerable. Aside from, I think the only thing you can't directly fight is the
0: turrets that show up, but those are usually always yeah. have like a, a way to get around them very nearby. Yeah, yeah, I I definitely again think a lot of people will really like carry on and not have issues, mm-hmm. but. It is a thing where I I start having less fun when a game tries to do something but fails. And to me, it feels like the Metroidvania was them trying to get a little bit more game time out of this that maybe didn't need to be there. Um, It feels like Carry On could have been a very tightly controlled, short campaign, but I don't think it will be with the Metroidvania stuff.
2: Do you think it could also be a... um, Like, uh, along with maybe the, the... Metroidvania-esque, would you think that scaling down the map would help it?
0: I like the map scale. I think a lot of it is that traversal isn't interesting because you can infinitely yeah. climb anywhere. Um, yes. It feels yeah. like that need needs to, to be a limited thing at some point where, like, yeah. maybe in the overworld where there's a lot of space, you can infinitely climb. But as soon as you go into like a smaller space and need to crawl through vents and whatnot, it feels like there could be a more yeah. fun way to some um,
2: movement. Because you're always under underground, so there's nothing really, Um, like you can't jump long distances as the monster. I'd say you can fling yourself, but there's nothing yeah. like, you're, you're never no. above ground to the point where you'd be jumping from skyscraper to skyscraper and wouldn't be. Yeah. Because this
0: feels like that. it could have taken the sonic approach to movement as That's, an alternate yeah. option of like, you have a lot of movement all the time, but there are bits where you need to be slower and there are bits where you're going to be going rocket fast.
2: What about That's, having yeah. to? Do you do you think sort of adding a, a system where uh, you you need to build up momentum? Yeah, I um, would like that.
0: It's I, I hard to do in two D, but
2: I would like it. Yeah.
1: In in general, just the building up momentum, just like for the whole game, would would probably be a better idea because you you being able you not having to jump and just being able to go. Just plow through the platforming sections and just like pick up a guy and fling him against the ceiling and rip him in half and do that to the other person like the next frame that it's done or whatever like that that should be the final level of the game. That should be like oh I went through all like the Metroidvania things with this little tiny blob I slowly like grew in power I could I, I shot little like spider webs to stop things and I had to stay in like little vents or the people would kill me and that doesn't break uh, the you, horror movie
0: thing because like that is the progression of horror movie monsters a lot exactly
1: that would that would reinforce it if anything um, because it's even just describing it as like reverse horror it's like horror is still there and I like after the first like five minutes I stopped even being able to like. Oh, well, I guess I would be scared if I was the other person, because there's just no like you start at what should be the last level of the game. And then the, where where the pacing there's there's two places where the pacing absolutely kills itself for me. And that is when you have to uh, downgrade and, and separate yourself and leave yeah. it in a little corner of the map and go back. It's like, I no no, 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 I shouldn't have to do that. I should have been... It's not fun. Because I lose all those special abilities I had. I'm smaller. I can kill fewer people this way. I can't do the same thing as I could last time. But also at the same time, when I'm big, I can't do the ability that I had when I'm small. And I can't cycle them. I have to leave part of myself in a little puddle in a corner of the map that there are only a few of. It should be backwards where I was small and then it become large, and I don't have the problem of being small anymore. Yeah, And I, I, I do get the history.
0: idea of having the two states. I actually like that, but I think the way that transitions are handled, at least in the opening bit, where you have to kind of leave these puddles around and move around without having easy access to different forms, has this problem where you'll enter a section of the game that starts needing you to do other things. You'll have to backtrack and then yes. get that... Yeah. Mass that is something again. I, I found myself doing a lot, and then go thing. back. Whereas I really think they they should have left like this either the small segments or the big segments to isolated entryways that have a way back at the end, right? Where you're going and doing like a little mini mission type thing in this area as a a like small form that could go through the vents and whatnot, Um and then going back later to get your full form again is just not fun. Like having to backtrack is not. It's an integral part of Metroidvanias, but there's no interesting movement here or interesting challenges once you've cleared an area, so there's not really a reason to backtrack.
1: If if Samus's morph ball was a little drone that she had to put out that went into a little section, <laughs> and then you had to go all the way back to get to the rest of the Varia suit, I, there would not be Metroidvanias, <laughs> because it would not be enjoyable. Um, and the other thing, I I want to know your guys' opinions on this, that absolutely slaughtered the pacing for me, is that you could just be going through, just like, sure, maybe, maybe you haven't gotten frustrated with, the, with just like the slowness of, of having to solve the puzzles as this big death machine. Uh, but then all of a sudden, the screen goes dark, and now you're playing as a scientist yeah, that tiptoes inspection. at approximately one mile a year. This, this was where my friend horror. gave up,
0: who was playing the game.
1: <laughs> I don't blame them.
0: Because he could not figure out what to do again, this is the non-guns issue of it doesn't explain where you're supposed to go, and you need to, like, follow... This was the the part where you're playing a human, the layout of this bunker makes no sense. Because you have to play as a human, and what you have to do is, like, backtrack, climb three ladders, go down, go back up, and go around to plant an explosive, move around again so you're not in the way, and you move in a way that's just, like, no person would design this facility. No. Ever. Yeah. Because it is so...
1: Awful to move through as a, as a human. Did, did you guys figure out that you can run? Yes. Yeah. You can run. It's not much faster. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> it,
2: also, it feels like it's... I, I forget. I think it was the shift button, was it? Yeah. I was the playing button. on a controller. Okay. So. It, I don't know why, but it didn't feel good to hold down the run button either.
0: It's because you don't move fast enough. If you're holding no. down the run button, you need to move quickly then you got to let it yeah. go quickly, right? You need if you're holding down a button it usually means you need the the precise timing of that button press, right? Whereas in a game like this, I don't just make me run all the time because exactly <laughs> the There's walking no is point loss.
1: Exactly, yeah.
0: So I'm just holding I, I, shift the entire time, which isn't fun.
1: arguably, I would say the entire scientist sections can just be taken out. I just, I,
0: maybe it's that we didn't play enough into it, but I don't get what they add.
2: I, it's, it's a story thing that's kind of a twist.
0: Because I, I know what they're going for with the story, right? Yeah. But this is not a game that needs it. Or if you're going to do it, I think you... I think it would have been a lot stronger if they had pulled the JRPG trope at the start of the game, where you start with all your powers for like 10 minutes, and then it gets taken away.
2: Yeah, and then you you give them a taste of the power, and you start
0: the power curve after that, where you get to work back up to that position, because that way you keep the really cool intro of the game, where you suddenly have all this power, but then you get maybe captured or caught and put back into your containment cell. Um and that also contextualizes why there would be a lot of guards and whatnot everywhere, and all, all these sorts of things that i they try to do in the flashback, but it's way more boring to do that in a flashback than in real time
1: yeah. i I think also a, a better way to do the flashback or at least what what is what is usually more satisfying uh in I feel like this is like this is like an anime thing for some reason, and I can't really put my finger on it um instead of instead of constantly switching back to a flashback over and over again it would be a lot more, if there is a twist or whatever, it'd be a lot more shocking to just have, like, okay, you're playing through maybe, like, two-thirds of the game, and all of a sudden, okay, this is a flashback, I'm a person now. I'm I'm unsettled now, because this is different than the previous two-thirds of the game. I know something wacky and weird is going to happen. Have that all, like, Compressed into one area, and then the twist happens there, and then the last like little bit of the game is after that. Then it's like, oh, that is a sick contained story moment that was different. Right? That you also just accurately game.
0: described why and i's problems with The Last of Us Part Two.
1: <laughs>
0: the same solution. <laughs> awesome. Not not spoiling Last of Us Part Two, but yeah, this is exactly. I feel like so many games try this thing where they they interlace segments, and you just get confused. Because games are way longer than movies or TV usually, right? Like, you don't have a workable time frame that you know your player is going to use, right? Whereas, like, a TV show knows it's probably going to be like once a week for however long it's airing, or people will binge watch a movie. Knows you're going to watch it in one sitting. Nobody knows how how you're going to play a video game, right? Like, you could play it all at once. You could play it all far spaced
2: out. The that's the the problem with cinematic, more cinematic video games that have twists in them.
0: It's not even the twists; it's just like the nature of revealing them. You need to make sure you're ready to hit someone with it, right? Yeah. And this yeah. feels like it hasn't earned
2: the twist that it's trying to convey here. Um, Do you guys want me to tell you the twist and then bleep it out and post? I guess we'll, I well, we'll that leave, that leave it that. has to edit it. Yeah. We'll leave it that <laughs> afterwards. Cannot, yeah, I can say
0: that. One time. I, I get it. It's just, I, I've also played more of this game before, so I'd actually... I'd played Carry On on Game Pass when it came out right. for oh. a couple more hours. I don't remember any of it, which I think says a lot about oh. the game. Oh. <laughs> because I remembered none of it.
2: <laughs> so... Hopefully my next game is better. Well, I, I don't do... think Carry On's
0: bad again. Like I, I, no, I don't yeah. regret playing it. It's just the kind of thing where I don't think I'm going to finish it, because... there aren't many games that offer this experience... But I would rather play Dynasty Warriors or Warframe.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like or, the crazy or monster killing. Many of the other Metroidvanias that just go yeah. full Metroidvania. Um, and I, I think for for me at least the reason, uh, the reason that I was so particularly disappointed with, uh, Carrying is because it's one of those games. Where it like came out and like every YouTuber was playing it, all like all these people on the internet were talking about, like, oh, Karen big media, this bush, new yeah. thing. It's like it's like so cool, it's so great. And I was like, oh, that was sick. i was, like, great. And now now I get to play this this cool game, and I and I got to do a podcast on it immediately after. And I was just like, people got hyped up for this. Like again, it's not bad, but like this isn't like nothing shattering. No, it's it's not earth shattering, it's not internet destroying, like sweeping all of the, the like internet media like amazing. Like it doesn't do anything. That is a new risk When you do those
0: crazy ad campaigns of getting like a thousand YouTubers to play it, you can have the problem of if everyone is hyping it up to the degree that it's now more hyped up than even the game is even if the game's good, it's deserving of. You hit you hit that yeah. problem, people are going to have that violent backlash. Yeah. Of, like that happens Which, with tons of games.
1: Which I, I want luck. to, <laughs> which I want to point out, and in this this game's case, in most games' cases, it's not the game's fault. I don't think I would, yeah. I would fault the game for that. It's just why I think I personally feel like I was expecting more because I was led to believe that this game had more going on. And I do want to say, um, just to make sure that I, I touch on things that I, I like because I don't, I've think we probably been a little over negative <laughs> about *Carrying* because again, it's yeah. not bad. Um, I do that. That monster. It's always easier design. to talk about cons than pros, though. Oh, of course, it is. Unfortunately, that that monster design is sick, and oh, the way great. that they do it with with the pixels. I don't know if there's like some like physics based things or whatever, but all the little like sinewy. It's also dripping like constantly. Everywhere. It's yeah. great. Yeah. It's so gross, and it doesn't really look like any of the other like very obviously like the thing inspired things. It, it feels pretty unique as far as that goes, and it's like. Again, if it was just like fully that rampaging monster game, it would be so satisfying because there's just so many little things you can grab people with and so many little like you can swing people around or like throw them or with the little turrets that you could just pick up and start bashing them between rocks until they explode yeah. like that stuff is super fun, and I think a game with more of that in it would probably have been better than the current version of the game
2: i think' I'm, you m- might not have gotten far enough into it, where i think this is one of the abilities that you get a lot further in the game that's another thing that sort of slows it down and and, and doesn't really um lend itself to the rampagey aspect there's a um you can mind control i did yeah i got to a, this with a tentacle oh, okay and it, I, it's, once again because you're controlling a person it's very slow and then it turns into a 2d shooter for however long you're you're piloting them for.
0: Yeah, I I like the concept of that ability, but it has the problem of the game was clearly not designed for those segments of being a, a 2D shooter bit, where I would rather have just played those segments as the monster. Near your near universally because they weren't It was fun the first time. The rest of the times I I could just leave it. It's not it's a neat ability thematically. It just doesn't make a ton of sense. I think especially because the game is 2D, it's hard to really sell the environmental complexity that is needed for a mind-jacking game. Um, cause I've also played a lot of a weirdly high number of mind-jacking games. I don't know if anyone else has played Geist on the GameCube. <laughs> no. Geist <laughs> Geist is a shooter where the entire point of the game is that you, can, you are a, a geist that can take over people. Um, and so you do this crazy like thing where you'll you 'll take over the mind of something of different people and whatnot to move around levels, but Ooh, it cool. is far more complex because the three d environments have like different security clearances and whatnot, so you need to actually mm. manipulate who you 're in at a specific time there's a lot of different things that you can happen there 's different routes to objectives same thing with a uh, Stubbs the zombie which i don 't know if anyone else has played that a an older xbox three sixty game where you play as a a zombie that can my not I don't know if it's mind jacking or like brain jacking or whatever but you can like run around levels and, and inhabit different things so cool. very fun but I it's my least favorite use of that mechanic that I've seen not to say it's bad but it's just my
2: least favorite does yeah. um, that make sense all right copies a lot so- of aspects not to the extent that they were pulled off in other games I think it
0: just spread itself too thin. Honestly, that—that's yeah. my main thing here. Is yeah, it feels like they had a really good. Well, I—I I can imagine the conversation in the dev room, where they're like, "Okay, this is a super fun demo. How are we gonna get ten hours out of this?" Yeah, yeah. and they're like, "Metroidvania. We're gonna go Metroidvania. Yeah. Just go like a crazy combat game, right? Make some insane." Totally, yeah. Like, imagine this game with, like, a crazy boss monster that's, like, a giant worm or something that you have to fling yourself around. That'd be so cool. That'd be so right? much fun,
2: yeah. Oh, yeah. or f- or shove yourself inside. And yeah, like, yeah, I'm just yeah, imagining...
0: Oh. Like I would have loved if this game, like, started with humans and then escalated to the point where you're fighting, like, giant crazy creatures and, like, having yes, to tunnel yeah. through them and stuff.
2: Like like a Godzilla fight. I'm just oh, imagining exactly, yeah. the, like,
0: bit that Zone of has where you rip off, like, the cannon of a ship except it's you, you as the meat thing ripping off like the claw of yeah. the giant creature and then destroying it with that claw it's oh like, yeah oh. I, I would love the exact mechanics of the the action bits of this game with something like that where it encourages like more aerial movement and whatnot of like limited points this just feels like they limit you so much in the scope yeah. of this game because they want to get those tense metroidvania segments that aren't very satisfying
1: I think this game more than any of the others for this episode is one that I want to see what these devs do next. Yeah, absolutely. Because like, clearly they have some really great ideas, uh, and they have like the ability to like execute on them in a way. Like this this game, but I I don't think we've touched on it. This game is like polished to a mirror sheen, and that like I don't oh, think yeah. I, no I, I, I did not have any bugs. If the movement felt great, but like if you just if you it keep ran great going, too, yeah, yeah. There's no, like, hitches or anything except for, like, some parts of the inherent design. And I think if you just had, you know, another chance, which I hope they do. I mean, this game probably did pretty well with how much people told other people to buy it. I just want to see what the team does next more than yeah. any of the other games there, the list for
2: this episode. There was even a, a Christmas-themed DLC where they did I saw that. Yeah, yeah. nothing <laughs> different except for a setting. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I thought it would be really cool with, like, maybe a frost or a freezing mechanic in there somewhere for...
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: Imagine a bit where you just rampage through Santa's workshop.
1: Oh, my God. I would be It would be so brutal, <laughs> oh, but that would be... I, I would uh, love to play through that for, like, 10 minutes. Just, that would, Yeah, that would be, be fun. Amazing. That, that's, like, total, like, Newgrounds level stuff. I love yeah. it. I mean,
0: this feels like a Newgrounds-inspired game. Yeah. This is the kind of thing yeah. that would have come out of a... Well, it, this would be a, like, Flash game that got super successful, and then they decided to just take the team and go make like it into a full game is what this feels like. Um, and yeah, I think this is definitely worth downloading and trying because it was very fun for like 45 minutes uh, at least. And I think you, depending on who you are, you'll get more mileage out of it, um, especially if you have a high tolerance for slower paces in the slower pace segment. I just didn't. <laughs> Me neither. I, I, I did not have the tolerance needed. Um, but yeah, definitely not a bad game. Uh, pretty good game, I would say. Just overhyped and overreaches a little bit in how it tries to yeah. do a, a few too many things. Speaking of doing a few too many things, Brett.
1: <laughs> oh, wow. And speaking of overhyped. <laughs> spoilers. <laughs> oh. uh, so my game... That's a harsh. hard least... I do
0: want to preface this by saying I like this game.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, I enjoyed this too. I had to reach um, for it. I... My my game for this episode was Octopath Traveler. Uh this is this is something that I've wanted to play for a really long time because like a lot of other people those visuals man just grab you. Nothing else at the time. I mean still nothing else has come out that looks like it. There are a couple other things like The Dragon Quest was it, 3 remake come Yeah, uh, come there's out, a few like
0: there's a few things now that are trying to emulate it, but it's been, like, three years, right? Like, it's, Yeah, it's
1: taken a while.
2: It's
0: taken a long time. Oh. I, I've seen, like, two indie games that have this style. Even then, it's not common, so...
2: It's, yeah. I think, unfortunately, with this game, we're at a tiny bit of a disadvantage without Wyatt here because now we only have two different points of view. I will say, so
0: this is a game Florida. I have probably the most experience with out of everyone here because I got it on launch with my Switch. Um... I've owned this game for a long time. Never finished it. Uh, I've never gotten past any of the characters. So, I have played on my Switch save file about ten and a half hours of this game. Mm-hmm. I don't even have all the ca- characters yet. The the how main characters for the cast. Right. What? I didn't hear what you said, Alex.
2: Oh, uh, How many do you have after ten hours?
0: I have all but three of them, I think. I think I still need to get Hanit, Cyrus, and Ophelia, but... I have everyone else. And it is I just wanna start playing the game.
1: <laughs> it's yeah. That's the big start playing the game. Oh god. <laughs> the big thing for me, and this is when we inevitably when we do some sort of when, when another time where we, we plan in the future that Wyatt isn't here and, and we can just do like a JRPG focused episode. One of my biggest JRPG pet peeves is when they're like, Oh, you know what? This is this is a this is a turn-based game of some variety. We're gonna we're gonna have a real super tense one-on-one fight. Those aren't fun. <laughs>
2: yeah, they don't work. <laughs> one-on-one. In one,
1: yeah, nope. one-on-one fights. Beyond like the specific, like super limited, toned-down, like Pokemon style gameplay, where it's like made for just like super simple one-on-one encounters that you need to like. It's know the complexity
0: there is in team stuff. building.
1: It's not in the combat, right? Exactly. But in in Wild Arms loves to do this. And they do it in Octopath no matter what character you pick first. Uh, and in, in other characters' campaigns, they, like, for a little bit, force you to do some parts alone.
0: Well, um, okay. So the confusing part is they force you to do, like, the opening fight alone. But then for the rest of the opening, yes. all of your characters are there and no one ever addresses it.
1: <laughs> oh. It's oh. very weird. Uh, on on the surface, this is like, oh, wow, I, I get all these all these characters I could start wherever I want and that like you know you can do those things but when you get into like the, the, the details is that there is no specific like dialogue of like all these characters like like one is, one is a thief and one is like a forest hunter these are like pretty like, these aren't really in this case not really the same thing like they might not gel with each other because they come from completely different walks of life but they don't they don't care they don't just, talk about it at all it's a game, so they are in the party together now. It's to... the sort
0: of thing where I, I want to... Okay, first let's go through what Octopath Traveler is. In case anyone hasn't heard of this game, which oh, yeah. has probably not happened, but it is a, a JRPG that has the HD... It pioneered the HD 2D style where you have the, the like pixel sprites that are put against this like 3D pop-up board background almost that looks gorgeous. The entire game looks very good. Aside from the bloom.
2: Uh, which there is no way to turn death So much bloom. So that's going to be my negative, of course, the bloom. But also, the character that I started with that I did not get past. Well, in th- that's court.
0: the main gimmick of this game, because we haven't explained that yet. Is The main gimmick, Octopath Traveler, you have eight starting characters. and these You can get all of them on one playthrough. That forms your party, is these eight characters with eight separate storylines. Yes. Very
1: separate.
0: (laughs) And you you can't just play through one. You have to play through multiple to get a party to play through the next part of one person's storyline. Yes. So you have eight stories going on at once before you can progress to the next bit of one of those eight stories.
2: Does, Does it ever gel into a single like uh, even I do know there is a um, the world storyline there is is... all just eight side quests for the entire game
0: so the majority of the game is the eight side quests (laughs) but there is a main like final boss rush segment at the end that I I haven't gotten to but I've heard about uh, where they do come together and I actually are acting as a group but, like, you would think the gimmick of this game would lend itself to character interaction and, like, yeah. fun party dynamics. No. I'm just sad.
1: No. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I'll I, keep this short because I know Alex wanted to say something before we explain yeah, the, yeah. what the game was. But uh, I, I, what, what depresses me the most about this is that there are other games that don't have, like, that specific, like, oh, This this looks like it would be a character focused game. There are games that aren't that don't look like a character focused game that came out in the '90s that are more specifically character focused games. Because I've been playing a lot of them, and this one doesn't do it. (laughs) It's it's such a shame. But now explain explain your other was the other problem beside the the bloom that you mentioned. And I'll do. I guess I'll do positives later, but
2: negatives first. Yeah. We'll end on the good note. We'll Um, end on the good note. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, I started with the Thief character. Same. Yep. Yeah. Therion. Yeah, I, I got... After, after around the two-hour mark, I'm, I'm still in the mansion. Trying to trying. Oh, you're to still in the
1: mansion? Yeah.
2: After the two-hour mark. That's <laughs> rough. Um, my god. I thought it was a cool idea for a setting where the town is that the Thief starts in. It's just like on this giant boulder pillar. Yeah. Type thing and how they have the society organized like okay yeah lower class down there upper class higher on top of the rocks um, my god if I started in hopefully any other area of the game I think it would look beautiful other than the bloom it's it's just brown town yeah I will say yeah. most
0: of the other areas look better than the thief starting area
2: it's it's Disgusting Having played groovy. through more
0: characters, I think you guys chose the worst starting.
2: <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's just, it's it's just uh. different shades of brown, and I got so it's like, ugh, someone got a sepia filter dirty.
0: Yeah, it, it's very desert brown, which I mean works for the area, but it is not a great first impression.
1: It's yeah, and there's not enough. I mean, granted, it's not a very big area, but you do spend. Which I guess is another negative part of it. You do spend a lot of time in that very small area, and I think I I am I, I might I what I'm discovering now is that I might be the most negative towards the art style out of out of all three of us. Uh, where I think the the art style for this game works the best when you get uh, something something that's like outside where like maybe the brighter lights like make sense, and you get so many different shades of like green and the shadows casting from the trees like when you go what's up the areas north?
0: that have like used the lighting to their advantage and you exactly. can actually see what's happening look really good
1: but when you're when you're in brown town or you go into the brown town mansion and it's just like the same it, it's, it's still out. like sure it. it's washed out it's the same like wall over and over again the dun- that first dungeon is not very like you know it's incredible to explore which i is the first dungeon it's fine but nothing really was like yeah ah oh, like 30 years of of j r p g uh the throwbacks have have finally culminated in this it, it, it never really felt like that for for me in terms of like yeah
0: i will say the cave areas, areas look really good um this game has at least in a lot of the starting characters have a cave area at some point but they do this cool thing where like they have a very cool water shader that goes through with like the Runny bits of the cave, there's a like a light shafts coming down. The bloom is a lot less crazy because yeah. it's a dark surrounding. And those areas I think are way better looking than any other video game cave systems and JRPGs. But a lot of the game does look very washed out because of the color scheme. I'm hoping that triangle strategy.
2: Oh god. That.
0: So it looks like it might, but yeah, that's the biggest negative to the art style. I think the bloom is a lot to the point where I think some people won't be able to get past it.
1: No, yeah, I, I, I was, I'm a little disappointed because I'm assuming you guys played this on, on PC. I played. This I on, played this on Switch, the Xbox. Oh, okay. PC. Um, well, I'm I'm guessing there wasn't a bloom slider, nope. Alex. <laughs> no. No. Yeah.
0: No, I, it's definitely baked into the scene,
2: which is a shame. Few graphical sevens. <laughs>
0: Yeah, which is disappointing. Um, that is like the biggest negative for me, is the bloom. Because it does make so many bits of the game look less interesting than they could be. I also think uh, the game does this thing where bosses you fight have these crazy huge character models. Super exaggerated. They look very cool, but they're still images. Yes. They don't animate oh. at all. Uh, your party looks better because they have animations Mm -hmm. so the bosses they have like uh, I'll use Therion's as the example because he's the one most of you played Um, you have the like butler boss at the end of it yeah, yeah. who's just like a normal butler dude and then he shows up and is like 20 feet tall and (laughs) is fighting your party of like four people by the point I was there and it just looked ridiculous it was so out of context with the rest of the story that it didn't work
1: it's another, it's another JRPG pet peeve for me, where it, it where it works better in in older games where you, you didn't have the screen real estate to make every yeah. character be like twenty pixels tall. And I get like sure it's a throwback or whatever, but they just went crazy where just like other normal human beings are like sixty feet tall, and you're just this little just shrimp that's like like ten pixels tall or something. It's like you
0: can make the crazy monster sixty feet tall and have this cool sprite, but yes. when it's like a normal human especially one that isn't even like outwardly very aggressive to you like the butler no (laughs) who's like not even a villain (laughs) at this point he's just kind of there and wants to fight you (laughs) you have this problem like he looks like a final boss from something and it doesn't it doesn't work (laughs)
1: He does. Like, I'm um, I'm just thinking of like the huge like uh like X-Death sprite from the end of Final yeah. Fantasy V that's just covering the other side of the screen and he's the same size as this Butler man. It's just so oh, weird. I'll <laughs> say
0: it's better in some of the other characters because um I think the the character issue here is that some of the characters are vastly more interesting than others. Um mm-hmm. I know a lot of people start with Visual Therion.
2: Or story wise. Both.
0: Both. So the first character I picked in my Switch version, when I picked it up. 3 years ago I picked Alphen who is the alchemist man. Yes. Be- solely because I like the Atelier games which are alchemist RPGs. I was oh. like, "Oh, I'll start with the alchemist." You know, because I I like that kind of mechanic. And he has a really cool mechanic that's unique to him where in battle he can mix different ingredients you find in the world to create like throwable potions, poisons, Ooh. and healing items and like cool. It's one of the most like in-depth things that I've seen in the game. But his storyline is basically just I want to go explore the world. Woohoo. <laughs> Does nothing. It's nothing. Um and he also just looks like a kid. Like his character model just looks like a kid. And then I played Primrose. Primrose is the the, the dancer. And she has like a crazy complicated backstory of like being the the lost child. Or not the lost child, but like the her parents got killed or something. It's been a while since I played her start, so I don't remember the exact details and then she was orphaned and left with a, a friend or a sister or something under the wing of a very bad man who basically turned her into a like exotic dancer. And then she turns into like a professional assassin to kill that man, which is so much more interesting.
1: <laughs> Why do you give that to the dancer? Who's going to pick the dancer well, for their first playthrough for Octopath? The dancer is super
0: cool. because she's, she's also got the boss thing works way better for her. Because it's like this, in her mind, this crazy villain dude who she's been looked after oh, most of man. her life. Shows up and is like this larger than life figure surrounded by like servants and whatnot. And it's far more interesting than with Therion with just the butler dude, right? It's, the, yeah. the occasion is more fitting. So it really is like a game where I, I think the issue is they split so much time between these eight storylines that some of them have clearly suffered
1: for it. Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah, I wonder if they just cut like two or three of them, if it would have turned out a lot better, uh, and more even paced. But traveler, oh, you Repeat cut out there. The first.
2: Oh no, uh, heptapath traveler. Yeah, heptapath traveler. <laughs>
0: and so, Alex, what did you think of the gameplay? That's that's what I would love to hear from you. Of
2: the gameplay, as far as with. Therion, so i the the only combat i've i've been in has been in the in the mansion so i yeah. I'll, I'll do combat first um i i enjoy combat it, it's been a good long time uh, since i lasted any type of jrpg or or turn based uh game party uh style fighting gameplay and i i i i enjoyed it um the yeah i, I like the a mechanic of you know just sort of trying the different attacks out to find out what your enemy's weakness is. Um, I don't think it's exclusive to Therion, but the 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 I forget what they're called too. Um, like the storing up though those hero. Oh, the uh, the bravely powers? Default yeah.
0: system. Mm. <laughs> the oh, I forget the octopass name for it, but like the charging your turns for later yeah. use.
2: Yeah, that's a fun yeah, yeah. one. I I love. Stacking them up in different amounts and seeing what I can get out of it, and then yeah the the, the trial and error of seeing uh, what can affect or what can super affect uh, different enemies. Um, and then yeah, so com- combat was a was a fun it has uh, a
0: I always do love seeing systems that have the exploit a weakness to get an extra turn essentially,
2: but like a yeah, moment yeah, of vulnerability yeah. on the enemy is always fun yeah um the the thief. Mechanic just going up to someone, not even behind them, pressing a button and taking their inventory. <laughs> <Did> you, <laughs> the funny thing with Alphen, Alphen's uh, I
0: think it's like field skill is what they're called. He walks up to someone and then just suddenly knows their entire life story. <laughs> what? It's like he's just so personable that he can just learn anything about people. So you get a what little menu you kid, can pull cat? up that tells you every single character in the game's backstory.
2: <laughs> God. okay <laughs> is there anything you do with those backstories well like, is there another character it can that can tell that you, you information that will help
0: in certain side quests and whatnot um it, it is wildly complicated in how yeah. some of the side quests and whatnot work because once you get every character has their own field action and they're split into divisions of um four so there are four different types of field action and then there is like a percentage based one and one that costs another resource right so like ferrion can steal but tressa the merchant can buy items and it's the same item pool but one of them always succeeds like the the buying items will always succeed has no risk of failure except you're losing money obviously whereas thieving you have the percentage chance that it doesn't go so well
2: so In the starting area, at least, I also didn't encounter that thing where it's, oh, okay, there's not really going to be a chance that this fails.
0: Yeah, even then, the consequences aren't super bad. You just talk to an innkeeper, and I think you have to pay a little money to reset your uh, negative status. I'm not entirely sure what it does, because I've never had it big enough that they've done anything.
2: It's just buying an item with extra steps.
0: Yeah. The most interesting one I've seen by far is Olberic, whose ability is just to challenge someone to a fight. He's he's like the knight dude. He can tell someone to fight him, and then you will
2: general NPC.
0: Any NPC in the game, yes,
2: and some of them are like crazy super bosses. (laughs) Oh wow! It's
0: like there's lots of little bits in the world that are super interesting. With that, I just wish there was character interaction.
2: Yeah,
1: I think the whole party member to fight you, the whole like eight people thing, just kind of. Kind of screwed this game in terms of being as like detailed and and cool as it could have been, because there's just so many yeah. so many other examples uh, that it's like, clearly um, I, I don't think it's a secret to anybody that this is like giving throwbacks to some pretty like specific games from the genre. Uh, but like, this
0: is definitely it takes a lot from the saga franchise. From this saga, very yeah. clear inspiration here. Which, for those who don't know, is a older jrpg franchise from the like late 90s that is primarily about you pick a starting character and then that that changes most of the story that you go through in a lot of ways Ooh, cool. There are like different yeah. character storylines in certain games they're very good um, are there
2: any nods to chrono trigger that you might have played more of in scene that i didn't get a chance to probably i i
0: probably. haven't i don't remember chrono trigger clear enough because i played it a long long time ago um uh, but i'm not entirely sure i finished it that it's hard for me to call them out, but I'm sure there is. It being a JRPG, almost every JRPG has Chrono Trigger inspiration in it, so I wouldn't be surprised.
1: It, but I I don't know the, the the it it's it's weird because a lot of these things you get the field action, and you think oh I can do all these things with it, uh, but then it's like, oh well this is a percent. Most of them like, are fun like, like five times exactly, and then yeah.
0: never again. Um. And
1: I'm assuming because they all have to do with with NPCs and like people in in the world that you interact with them, at least most of the ones that I've I've gotten or heard of. And, you know, I'm just thinking of, of what I'm playing right now, which is which is Wild Arms 2, where this character has kick boots and can kick blocks and kick down doors that are locked. And they can interact with dungeons in a way that other characters can. And you can switch to another yeah. character to be the lead who has a throwing knife that you can throw across gaps to press buttons from far away. Oh. And it's like that's the kind of overworld interaction that I want in this kind of game. Where you can do like that, that's how dungeons become interesting. They give those that's like Zelda you... puzzle mechanics. Exactly. Exactly. Because um, that, that totally blends so well with the JRPG. Like whether it's like like turn-based atb whatever other like combat system you have having those kind of like puzzly zelda dungeons yeah. it, it'll, it'll always work i have not seen um,
0: anything in the game in the 10 hours ish that i've played that has worked into anything but combat essentially like everything works into items in combat i do think the combat system is interesting for like five hours but then you start to run into the problem of enemies get dr- dramatically more hp Mm. They don't deal that much more damage, but it gets to the point where, like, with a party of four, the Therion's butler boss took me, like, 20 minutes oh God, just really? to get his health down. And it wasn't particularly fun because, like, not a lot was happening. Um, I wasn't burning through that many resources. It's just, like, the damage amounts that you deal in the boss encounters are so low and there's no health bars or anything, so you don't really know. You have like a vague indication at the bottom where the health will change color to reflect like the damage state of an enemy. Um kind of like Dungeons and Dragons, you get like the blooded bit where you tell people like roughly the percentage of health points things are at. But here it's just like there's three stages and they are very hard to tell um if you're in range of like what turn is gonna be the downfall of a boss. And I think here the issue is just the bosses have so much health that there's the fights are too long they're not interesting because they keep going for so long um, you don't get the bit where they can have like interesting mechanics and whatnot that you need to cycle through because the fights are so long I just keep thinking of like Shin Megami Tensei and Persona which have crazy boss fights that are super cool but they know the right length of like we can use this boss's unique mechanic this many times before it gets boring so we're not going to keep doing it yeah Um which I think this is not as successful at doing.
2: Is is there any way that this can be done in, in the JRPG game style of turn based fighting? Where you you can have a secondary objective in in a battle besides just whittling down their health? Yes. Oh yes.
1: Yeah. Oh they, yeah. They've done it before
2: Persona uh, does like that all
1: in, the time. In uh like the beginning of, of uh Final Fantasy nine, one of the mini bosses is like holding a person yeah. in like, a cage and you can still target them by accident. So if you if you have like an attack that will like target multiple enemies and you oh. use it, it'll accidentally target her. Yep. And so just like simple things like that, but they do add to like you know, if 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 it was like a longer fight and you had to be careful, like don't hit certain parts yet until they like glow blue or something and hit them with mm-hmm. the, the anti glow blue attack or whatever, like mechanically interesting fights can be like they're allowed to be longer because like the length comes from you figuring out how to
2: deal with it
1: and but hopefully it doesn't get
2: boring in the meantime
1: but exactly if it's just padded with health uh then it's just like all right now the boss theme's starting to get boring cuz i've been listening to it oh, for 20 minutes this is the yeah. seventh time it's looped it, it,
0: this game has really good music <laughs> but it doesn't have a lot of it yeah, that's like that's, the. I, I started to feel that already. I think every character has like a theme song they play at important mo- moments, and then they also have just the general Octopath hype song that is playing <laughs> so often that it kind of loses the hype factor. It, it does, which is just very. <laughs> if you're feeling that after like how long did you play? Think you play this, Brett? Like two hours ish,
1: three hours, maybe. Three hours.
0: If you're losing it already, then
1: <laughs> that's a problem.
0: Because yeah. this game is long. Um, I would imagine. Yeah. And this isn't even getting to the issue of, like, it's so hard to find a main story thread in this game at all. Uh, Because most of your character storylines are not particularly interesting at the start. And what you end up having to do is go around and collect a bunch of party members so you can challenge the next mission in someone's storyline. At which point you've probably forgotten about what the important details were in that storyline because you've played three more. uh, If not six more, seven more. So... I feel like this would have been better served having you pick a character to start with and then having other characters join you and working a little bit more like a traditional JRPG, but in the sense that you have like eight storylines to play through. Right. I yeah uh, I agree. Cause it really feels like the, there is no acknowledgement of other characters in your party at all. Like nothing happens. Um, and that feels very strange that there's like, maybe in the menu there's a little subtitle that'll pop up occasionally of like characters talking to each other but there is no system in the game for them to like interact
1: it's, yeah even if it was just something as simple as uh like uh it doesn't like tales of arise do it where you can you can like have a meal with your well tales tales has
0: camping uh tales has always had skits
1: the Oh like, yeah, just like skits in general. You
0: like just that. talk to different characters that are in your party. And, like, Tails has, like, around eight party members, usually. Uh, I think Arise has a little bit less because they go a lot harder at the character bits. But mm-hmm. the older games tend to have around, like, seven to eight. So it's a little confusing that it, if this was, like, a budgetary thing, this should not have been the thing that got cut from the game because it is such an the integral world part world. of JRPGs. Mm-hmm that it is so weird to not have any acknowledgement of the other characters in your party, especially because a lot of the storylines like imagine going to the final boss fight in that mansion and then suddenly having four characters there <laughs> while the yeah. entire mansion is a buildup of like you just solo infiltrating this mansion. It just doesn't work. Like it, It's the kind of thing where there's so much narrative dissonance there that it's just not, it's not a good feeling. Um, and like I want to get to that end segment where apparently there is like a shared storyline, but I don't want to play through 30 hours of game yeah. well, <laughs> of like I, eight different stories before that
1: the The better way that something like this could have been done, which is how it usually gets done, is that you have you can, it's not like oh I, I pick I pick Tharian and I can either go down to. I, th- I think it's the Alchemist that's below him, and then it's the Huntress, which is where I went above him. I can only go in these two directions because it scales everywhere else. As soon as I pick Therianess scales, scale, I need more party yeah. members. That'd be uh, cool. It's not, because that's how it is. <laughs> and yeah, it means oh, it's you not to, as you good as it sounds. Go, it's, yeah, you can only go the two directions. What if I want, like, okay... What if I want to focus on, on stealing things with Tharian? I, I can't really do that because I'm currently the only person in the party. I have to steal and do damage at the same time. I want something that could do a lot of damage. I want to get the knight. Well, I can't. I have to play the entire game to get across the map to get the knight or the paladin or whatever he is. The way that this usually gets You don't done, even have to play
0: the entire game. game right? You can only play one-eighth of the game to get to that knight. Yeah. And then you need to play the other eighth.
2: <laughs> Keep doing it. God, I thought you Maybe... could, after just one character, you could just pick another. You gotta travel to That's... him. The uh, way
1: that it used to be done in so many older games is that every character has their separate campaign. And there may be, like, two hours maximum of just, like, okay, this character has a little story. You learn their hometown. You go their a little solo boss, whatever. What character do you want to do next? Here's the start screen with a little cycling thing of all the, the characters you could do, like a saga or, like, uh, uh, Live Alive or whatever that other old Square game is that has the fan, uh, the fan live, translation. Live, Laugh, Love. um and then when you have like sure okay like let's let's say five characters the first 10 hours of the game is getting close to learn all these characters and then all right you did it you got to pick whichever order you wanted to do them in now you've done them all then they all meet and the main story of the jrpg can begin from there and they all interact there's not eight whole characters that oh i forgot what the motivation of this one because it was the one that you picked first because it was probably the one you thought you would have liked the most, but now you've forgotten it because it was the yep. first one you picked. Yeah. So, there's none of that because everyone took a shorter time. You got to pick which order you wanted to do them in and you got to see them all become character and start at the same point, And then the rest of the game can go. Other games have done that. I don't yeah. know why this game didn't do that because it just feels so tedious the way that it's done.
0: Or take the, the saga approach where you just need to have the story geared to acknowledge that you're a party. Yeah. Like, and then have little in, in between character interactions in different areas. It's just other games have solved these issues. So, why has Octopath not thought of them when it's a game based around this concept? Um, like, I think another good example is Fire Emblem. Because the, the latest Fire Emblem game, you have three separate storylines, and you have like Ooh. 30 something characters that all have different interactions with each other.
2: So, and why you can't oh. tell a single one of them apart from another?
0: Hey, the new Fire Emblem, you can. They, they've done a much better job in the newer one. Um, yeah, it's it's rough in Octopath. There's so much going on that it feels like the game can't tell a coherent story because it, it's not allowed to. And it's all yeah. there. Like, all the story is there. It's just, you have to play it in this weird order of going around and leveling up in different people's missions and essentially grinding to go play the next bit of this, like, yeah. pressing storyline. <laughs> supposed to happen except there's eight of them
1: uh and it's not very pressing
0: (laughs) yep it's very very strange it just leads to these huge pacing problems that makes it feel like the game is like don't make me play with all of these characters um -hmm. gear it to like but even then if you if you don't get all the characters there are systems in the game that encourage you to get all of them because you need to have like your different characters to get different abilities unlocked because eventually, I know you can get it to where you have every character has a second profession. But you need to have the other profession in your party to give them that profession.
2: Right? I don't want to have to go through that. So you have to level up all loved, eight characters.
1: I'm someone who loves job systems. And that sounds like hell.
2: <laughs> it's, it's, too <laughs> to it's too much.
0: It's too much. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's, there's so many cool ideas here. They're just so overdone in the terms of like the character interaction
1: i think i mean we, we make fun of it because of the name but i think triangle strategy hopefully because they, have... they've
0: addressed it they've said that this was a yes. problem so
1: yeah the... triangle strategy it's triangle because there's three so i would imagine hopefully that they cut down on the amount of characters or yeah. at least like well i don't know if it's three characters or three armies or what exactly uh I would hope that they cut down on the amount specifically so that they could focus on the character. Well, it's it's
0: maybe. why the Saga games, I think, usually have four protagonists. Because then you can have the four storylines work pretty well yeah. um, as being separate playthroughs.
2: Notably, Whereas, half of eight.
0: It, it's not even that eight <laughs> is a particularly bad idea, but it would work better in like a strategy game where you're using all eight at once, yeah. and their story... It's the fact that the stories are also separate, right? Like, they're yeah, so spread hours, yeah. apart. Um, and, like, we, I don't know, maybe the final length of each storyline is roughly, like, three to four hours. It's not that long. But the fact that you have to do it across eight people is just so disheartening.
1: <laughs> it's
0: yeah. like, I can't play the, the second part of any storylines right now because they've all scaled up. It's not super fun.
1: It's, it's, I, I do want to emphasize that this is not, like, Ryan and I, between like, I'm sure we can both very easily come up with a, a list of at least three other JRPGs that we have played that have gone close to like the hundred hour mark. That have like, oh, remained I mostly just finished,
0: interesting. I think I I now have 800 hours in Final Fantasy 14. So, oh god, and I don't even do the MMO stuff. I just do the story. <laughs>
1: I I I will say again, Xenogears is a 100 hour long PS1 game. Currently playing great. Shin Megami Tensei.
0: Played 100 and like almost 200 hours of Persona because I played Persona Five twice. Uh, yeah, I have a high tolerance for JRPGs, <laughs> but the things that I love about them are the party mechanics and like yes, I the part of the reason I love going back and playing a lot of older ones is there's so many games, especially um like old school Japanese RPGs that do crazy cool party interaction. And it's just like Octopath forgot that. Like, I can't, yeah. I would rather go back and just play a Tales game, like Tales of Symphonia or something that I haven't played before, and then see the character stuff there, because it's more interesting. And there's like a main plot line that I can follow, and it it's just here, there's like eight separate stories, but you're forced to play them all at the same time. <laughs> It feels like the kind of thing where I tend to play two games at once. Usually I'm usually playing a shorter game and then a longer game that I play over like a couple of months. This is like, Oh, play eight long games at once.
1: It's too (laughs) much. It's too much. (laughs)
0: Uh, And the fights take so long that it's just, it hits the point of being too much game. Um, Mm. It feels like it just needs, if the fights were shorter and more in line with something like your average final fantasy, I think this would probably have been less painful, um, especially when there are certain fights that can get very difficult if you don't, and you have to just like keep whittling down. Because like, you know how if you, you break an enemy by taking their shield number down? hmm Yeah when you have four party members those numbers get crazy high so like i can't stun an enemy unless i most enemies in the story unless i do like six rounds of attacking against them Uh, because they'll have like six different shields and i'll probably only have one or two characters that can counter their weakness so it takes forever to line up that thing and if you use all of your like extra turn points to make the weakness get popped you then can't capitalize on the weakness being applied so, noted. So
2: that was only fun when I was playing as one character and it. Well, it's still fun
0: character. in normal encounters. It's just some of the bosses and whatnot hit the point of like you, you no longer can play the game the way the game is designed because they don't want you to stun the boss. <laughs> yeah. no. it just feels like there's not really a reason to capitalize on weaknesses anymore, which is like the point of the combat system. Yeah. So Yeah. I I think if you have a very high tolerance for or, or if you really want to play eight JRPGs at once... Okay, Neil. <laughs> then you probably will have a good time. Uh, or if you want a good portable JRPG. Because this is one of the better yeah. portable games on Switch because it is turn-based. It's not, like, action combat.
2: Um, and it's play relatively all... easy to read. Play all the first eight Final Fantasy games on one controller at the same time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that would give you a similar experience.
1: Uh... That's, that's the thing, though, is that, like... Although I guess with, with like, the... Like X Cloud or whatever, you can you can stream it to some like mobile device using yeah, Black Magic or something. But like just as like a Game Pass game, this doesn't really feel like the best Game Pass game. The,
2: yeah, this
0: is a game that is so it, heavily it, geared towards the Nintendo Switch
2: that. It, 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 well, it also we were talking about this earlier in the episode. It doesn't fit that really cool niche, thort, uh short and sweet game that Game Pass is so. Yeah so catering. Which
0: we're not saying everything has to but it does mean that like the reality is unless this game is better than the majority of games on Game Pass I'm probably not going to spend that much time with it and exactly, yeah. the unfortunate thing with Octopath is it feels like a game that if you didn't have, if you hadn't played a lot of JRPGs and you really just wanted to play one, this is a fine option. Especially if you really don't mind the lack of party dynamics because I think if you that's the biggest thing for me is the lack of party dynamics. If that doesn't bother you so much, or you don't really care that much about like character interaction and stories, because the characters themselves are still strong. Um, They still have a lot of really interesting traits. It's just that like, there is no cross interaction between the majority of them, at least for any of the game that I've played through. So if that doesn't bother you, you'll probably enjoy it. It has a good combat system. It's got the, the sprite work is very good. Uh, And the backgrounds are very, very well done. It just feels a little bit bloomy.
1: Yeah. I will say also the Why? UI is uh, horrible. <laughs> all the menus are like... Uh, they just don't match the style. <laughs> you play <laughs> a Michael Bay film. They're like... I, they're like minimalistic J. J. in a game Abram that
0: shouldn't have minimalistic UI.
1: <laughs> it's yeah, and all the text is like so small, and it's just like squished into one thing in the middle of the screen. It's like, bud... Go out a little bit further, and you will be able to cover so much more information in a much more visible way.
0: Just show the menu in the, in the game.
1: Yeah.
0: Any final thoughts from you two?
1: Um. Just real, real quick. I think also to to a greater degree, personally for me, uh, than than carrying is that this is another thing that was super like talked about and like hyped up when it first came out as being this like great thing. Uh, and now it's another thing, where it's just, I just don't know why. It's I mean,
0: pretty? it's important to remember when it released, there were not many games on the Switch, and especially not this many JRPGs. True. This was like one of the only captives. JRPGs.
2: All right. Any final thoughts, Alex? Um, not really. Oh. Uh yeah, I I remember what we were talking about the um with the music of it before with the main the the main theme with the menu,
0: yeah,
2: it is good. And then I came back again and again and again. And I'm just like, oh. oh no, it's wearing off. I'm gonna hear eighty hours of this yeah. <laughs> as
0: I play the game. All right, with that, I think we officially wrapped up the games portion of this one. But we still got one final thing to do. Instead of shoutouts, we got to announce the games for the next game. Games. Pa- game Pass Games Club. Game Pass Games Club.
2: <laughs> game Pass Games Club. <laughs>
0: game Pass Games Club.
2: <laughs> game Pass game Club. <laughs> it's the hard to remember.
0: Now, we'll start with Wyatt, because Wyatt unfortunately couldn't join us, but did pick a game, and he did play these games. When we do the next Game Pass Game Club, we'll give him some time to... Th- give some thoughts on these this round of games um yeah, yeah. obviously not as in depth but we'll go over those when he has the chance his game for next month uh, or next month and a half or so however long we we put between these episodes is the gunk,
2: the gunk. with an exclamation point the gunk the gunk all right who's next
1: um i i, I will say uh mine is one step from eden
2: I'm looking forward to it. Nice. You had your hand raised, Alex. I was ready. Yeah, I, I guess I did. I keep forgetting this is both a video and audio medium. You're just going to... Because
0: I'm keeping track of also the like Twitch stuff. So I, I, if I catch you while I'm looking on the video, then I'll notice and say something.
2: <laughs> Sometimes I don't see it. Um, uh, the game that I've picked for this month slash next month, I guess at this point... Uh Raji, 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 Raji. An ancient epic. Yeah,
0: looks very fun. I picked Dodgeball Academia because I want to play a dodgeball JRPG.
1: <laughs> Screw it. So,
0: <laughs> so that's the entire reason. So with that, going we're going to gonna be. be...
2: Dis-
0: oh, go ahead, Alex. I'm I'm doing the oh. outro, so you got to
2: get I'll your sever- thoughts out. I'll be severely disappointed if I if uh, one of the sound effects is not a satisfying, resounding. Yeah, they, they have to have if
0: Alright, with that, we'll be back uh, next time we do this. We don't have a time frame, probably sometime towards the end of January, would be my bet.
2: Um, Hopefully around a month. So I want to do
0: is quickly go over what games everyone from this this month would recommend people download and try on Game Pass. Do a final round of recommendations. I'll start, I think, I definitely think Carry On is definitely worth trying. Um, You might bounce off of it pretty quickly, but it's Small install size and fun for an hour or so, so might as well see a game that is that unique for a little while. Uh Genesis Noir, very good, especially if you're into story stuff. Don't subject yourself to non guns. <laughs> don't do it. Unless don't anything it. we said really piqued your interest, don't uh. subject yourself to non guns. An Octopath Traveler, I think you already know. I think you you probably already know if you're the kind of person that's gonna like Octopath Traveler. And if you are, it's probably better to pick it up on the Switch. Yeah.
2: right And you probably already have if you
0: Yeah, that's the other thing. You probably already have the game if you're interested in it. Um all right. Who wants to go next?
1: Um I I am going to uh agree with The Genesis Noir. I think personally that's my highest uh recommend for for this episode. Um just because there's there's really nothing like it and if you just have like if you just want to try it to see if 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 you jail with it. Uh it will only take if you, even if you play through the whole game a few hours of your time. Uh it's totally like I could see me like showing my mom this like whole game in one sitting and she'd probably love it cuz it's so weird and not game like, um, carrion. Also, I can I can see some people, uh, you know, have 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 it a jam with it. Um, and there's definitely you know people with with higher tolerances for things than than I do that would enjoy it more. Um, I only play non guns if you're doing uh like uh, dare. Like, Either a dare or like a like one of those like YouTube videos where you just are like mad at the like the whole time and and that's the comedy of, is just the if you don't want to subject yourself to pain do not play not if, if if you're a befuddled screamer streamer this is your game yeah uh, and and if you're if you're someone that uh, saw Game Pass in the title of the stream or the VOD and you came here to to preach your uh, your your devotion to only Nintendo and that people of game pass should uh jump off a cliff, then you should just only play octopath on that switch of yours and Great. Was,
2: yeah <laughs> oh um, pre- pretty similar to you guys I- I'd say uh carrion and genesis are are pretty close. I'd say carrion a little bit above because where it 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 does bur off after a while for for most people um i'd say you don't need to be as invested in it to enjoy it uh as genesis yeah, because it, I I, genesis requires a little bit more of uh thought process or, or under understanding on on the yeah. player's part to get into the story um that being said genesis is still very enjoyable um even with the the, the molasses walking bits um Octopath Traveler takes third place because non-guns has to take fourth. <laughs> it's contractually obligated to it. too.
0: Look, just, we can just say that Octopath is our second place loser.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Or yeah. third place winner if if you're inclined, but second place you loser got... has a nice ring to it. You. <laughs> Alright, with that, we're all set. We will see you next time. Have a good morning, evening, afternoon, wherever you are. Podcasts, Tuesday morning, 7 a.m. Eastern, and extra stuff coming
2: whenever it comes. Someday.
0: Sometimes. Usually on
2: Thursdays when it does. In the words of CD Projekt Red, when it's ready. <laughs> that didn't happen, though.
1: <laughs> Except for us when it's actually ready. But up, bum.